What's up, movie trivia Schmodown fans, and welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, the official after show of the movie trivia Schmodown. My name is Brad Gilbert. You might know me by another name. You might know me as Le Boat. Oh my God, you're my dream boat for sure. Oh yeah, that's right. We're coming fresh off of it. I just want everyone to know that. Brad Gilmore in this bitch. And I'm also joined by the man who had Central AC. Lights and internet for the entirety of the week. He is West Coast Frank. Sexy numbers from a sexy player. <laughs> love those numbers. Sexy numbers. I love those numbers. I'm Thank feeling you. really good about those. Oh, I'm feeling those numbers. You know, it's uh, it's good to be back, Brad, and it's good to be back talking about matches. These past couple of weeks, we haven't really got into matches. We were like, what are, what are we going to do? We're talking about the schedule, talking about free agency and, and draft and all that. That was fun. That was but fun. really, it's about talking about these matches, what goes down in, in, in these pay-per-view events now. And spoiler alert. You know, if should we, should we throw it up? Should we throw the throw banner up? up? Sh- sh- because we're about to get into the great Scott moment of the night. Can I get a great Scott? Great Scott. Um, Frank Janish. Wow. We're here, right? We're here. And I feel like we should just start at the point where we left off in the in the pay-per-view stream if you're just joining us over there for the movie trivia showdown a pay-per-view event canopic versus dandapani for the ig championship molly damon versus laura kelly number one contenders implications it was really the swag squad versus the dungeon going down uh in this opening pay-per-view event i just this is what i have to say off first let's say this first i was so glad I was able to have power back in time to watch this live. I was willing to drive like I was doing all week. This is what I had to do all week. All week I had to like go drive somewhere, mm-hmm. like go find a random parking lot a couple miles away from my house to get one clear cell reception and two to get some sort of internet service so I could download things to YouTube to when I went back to my ice box of a house, Mr. Freeze's Palace. Yeah, I could actually have something to watch. Um, so I'm so glad that I got a, I was able to have power back for this event because what a great way to start off season eight war. Um, both these matches were phenomenal. They were fire. But Frank, I, I, do we start with the main event since it's fresh in our minds, or do we start with the number one contender? I don't yeah. know what to start with. What does the chat want to do? That's what I'm curious. Where should okay, we throw start? It to the chat. Yeah, throw it to let's the give chat. them some responsibility. It's not just always us, Brad. I mean, I, see, I mean, it is, but you know, we'll I give see, I see some uh, some some familiar names in here. Kyle, uh, uh, Kyle's here. Dagan's here. Uh, Cole Love Stories is here. Ryan's here. Cam is here. Uh, another Ryan is here. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, I can't say anything, but I'm seeing a lot of championship main event, championship main event, start with Mora, IG title okay. match, build up the hype, start with the undercard, no, yo, I'm assuming that means uh, start with the main event, <laughs> let's do it, man, let's All do right. it, let's start with this main event, I just watched it, me and the float, we're watching the entirety of this event together, and watching Don Dapani versus Mara Kanopic, I was nervous, because if you remember last week, I went in here, Went into this um, uh, event picking Molly Damon and picking Mark Kanopic. Those are my two picks. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, I had a couple people text me earlier today. Who you picks? Who you got? Who you got? Those are my two. I was going all dungeon to start this off. I will say, going all dungeon to me was like going, you know, when it was when it was. Here we go. The obligatory Houston Rockets reference. Uh, it was like me going Houston Rockets over the Golden State Warriors when I really know, when I really knew. <laughs> It's not what was going to happen. Yeah. But I was being optimistic. And I thought that Molly and I thought that um, Mara, I thought that they could get the job done. But I would think that conventional wisdom would have the, the defending champion, the favorite, in Chandru. And then Laura Kelly, given her incredible performance in the tournament last year and then what she did against Alex Damon, a former number one contender for that title, I thought that they was, those were the the uh the top picks right those were the, the, the bets those are the ones you went with right no <laughs> oh i thought that's who you went with wait who'd you say you didn't go with laura and chandra oh no i did you're right you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. i did no and you're that's right conventional wisdom you're going yeah. off numbers you're yeah. going off stats but i, you're going I off will say activity. that I, w I was the least confident about chandra over mara because of we you know we talked about the infusion of these new categories and wondering whether or not wow. that was going to level the playing field and boy um you know and i was and i was curious about how these categories would come into play would they be just kind of uh sprinkled in here here and there no the, they were very prominent from the get-go in round two was round two those categories uh, that they ended up taking graphic novels and, and swashbuckling, swashbuckling two brand new categories mm -hmm. to inner geekdom uh, although they did have some familiar movie titles that have been asked before in inner geekdom just at a kind of a different format or a different category will whatever what have you and then and then in the first round you know we had fancy sci-fi jurassic park you know transformers animated you know popped in there so all these things uh, really were were displayed very prominently throughout the entire match for the most part and that's the part i was curious about was would chandrew have a firm grasp on these new categories the way he had a firm grasp on the inner geekdom of old of last year of seasons past and that was the big question mark for me and for the most part look he did he missed a couple of i mean the jurassic park one yeah but... i mean let, well, let's start there real quick let's start yeah. there and real quick dagan uh with the with the five dollar super chat thank you dagan uh the boat and numbers breaking it all down uh, all the insanity breaking down all the insanity i'm here for it cheers y'all war um thank you dagan yeah let's start with uh right right there at the top man when they it was i think the second question it was yeah. a jurassic park question it was what film does it end with whatever quote it was i think they'll all stick together or what have you and Mara says Jurassic World, Chantry says Jurassic Park, Mara gets it right. In that moment, I felt, okay, I was like, oh, wow. Th this was like in the first match, which we'll get to when Molly Damon missed the first question. Yeah, It was like, okay, wait, hold on now. And, and keep that in mind. But in both matches, whoever missed the first question ended up losing the match. And that is the level that we're playing at, especially in Star Wars and Inner Geekdom. So when Chandra got that wrong, I said, "That's that's a big deal. That's a big deal." But we'll we'll put a we'll put a you know we'll put it on pause for a second because he is the champion. This is five rounds. He's going to have this opportunity to come back. So I think they both went. What was it? Uh, not nine, nine for nine? nine. Yeah, nine for nine. Yeah, because uh, Mara ended up missing on the ninth. That come up a question, uh, whichever one it escapes me. But yeah, she ended up. Uh, missing that question so then it was all tied up at the end of the first round nine to nine i mean come on and and, and before i read these two super chats um you know kaiser pretty well right 
Sure. What, 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 what he allows me to know, yeah. What was up with, was Kaiser, um, uh, you know, under the influence of uh, some sort of liquid courage to keep him warm and bubbly throughout this event? No, I think he's just excited at the prospect of two strong women representing the dungeon on the that. opening night of the Schmodown, and I think he had a lot of faith in his players. You know, everyone played great tonight. Win, win, win or lose, you know, and I think he was just excited for this new season. He's, I mean, he totally revamped the dungeon from the ground up, bringing in Ben Bateman, Dan Merle, and, and then adding Mara Kanopic, right, and bringing in Molly Damon, who have these um, these two players who have big shots right off the bat. And I big think shot. he was just excited about those prospects and what it could mean for the dungeon on the year as a whole. Yeah, um, Brinjar, right? No, we're getting better. Yeah, they, right. I mean, Rinjar, yeah. Rinjar? Uh not doing the last name. Sorry, I don't feel that confident. <laughs> Man, I feel bad for Winston with the 1,000 Icelandic, or I, I know he told me what it is before. I, I just cannot it. remember it. We're going to have bad memories. Uh, man, I feel bad for Winston. He played two matches, and both of his players hated him for seemingly no reason, and it clearly had an effect on him. We're definitely oh. going to get to that. We're definitely going to get yeah. to that. Yeah. One had a reason. The other one probably not as <laughs> right, much. Right, right. Uh, Hestrak said, yeah, with the $20, man, thank you, man. We're starting oh. off this season hot. Hey. It, exciting seeing the new IG categories, especially graphic novels. New categories plus new players equals anything can happen in IG. Definitely agree with that. And then Corruption Cult with the $5 Super Chat. Glad <laughs> to see name. the points spread out and not all to one faction. Yeah. That, that's a great point. We're going to get to all that. We're going to talk about all of this, obviously, toward the back half. But let's get back to round two. Round two is when we have these new categories. I listened to PJ Campbell and Ben Bateman earlier this week on the uh, – what's the name of that show? Schmodown Backstage. Yeah. Right? This is one of the things where I had to go out and seek out and download it. So thank you, PJ and Ben and Kaiser and whoever else was on that show for having two hours of something to kill some time in the freezing cold here in Houston, Texas. But when I was listening to that, I heard some of the new categories. And we saw, I think, at least three or four of them pop up. Um, two in this round, sure. And then I think in subsequent question and answer sessions, we, we saw yeah. several of these uh, TMNT. Uh, right. I, was Jurassic Park its own qu category before? I don't think so. I think I, this no, was a new no. edition. Yeah, new so, edition. So, yeah, we saw, we saw several of them pop up. Now, when Mar Kanopic spun and she ended up going first – and she got, interestingly enough, this is when Chandru chose to not consult with Winston. Yeah. If he wanted to go first or second. There was a little weird thing. And Christian's like, oh, you can ask him in the private chat. And then he's like, no, never mind. I'm just going to go second. Okay. With this being the first, let me start there. With this being the first new uh, uh, match in season eight, having all these new categories on the wheel, wouldn't you say that you would like to go first to have first crack? at some of these categories if they were to come up being the champion i think that's an interesting point to uh to discuss i, I don't know because it, it could work the opposite i think as well because perhaps you know let's say mara gets something other than swashbuckling we don't know what she would have gotten because she didn't spin second or it's been a second spin time again. and you know what if she lands on something else and it's a, a crazy you know slice that just doesn't isn't something that she studied up on now she's maybe she goes three of the five you know doesn't have as many points and now chandrew can feel a little more confident in going into his round knowing that whatever category he lands on he knows how to play it better so i still think there is that element 
whether they're new categories, old categories, of knowing how you want to play your your second round in terms of how many times should you go to multiple choice, all of that. But it is a really a new era in Inner Geekdom, so there's going to be some feeling out. Uh, I certainly think going first, taking your first crack at it, since there is no spinners or opponent's choice on there, you get a crack at, at all the slices as opposed to maybe minus one of the slices. And maybe so, this is the one you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, you definitely run the risk there. Jose Montalvo within $20 Super Chat. Hey, Man, coming in hot today, guys. Thank you very much. I mean, y'all are really Oof. doing something special for I mean, do you us. feel – I feel a different energy tonight. I'm not going to uh, lie. Well, I didn't know if that was just the heat on finally in my house. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Was us watching That's convection you're feeling there, Brad. <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> But uh, he says, being a $10 patron for these events are a steal. Brad and Frank, you guys are awesome. No, Jose, you oh, are awesome. Thank you, my awesome, man. Dude. But, yeah, I just I, that came to me. I was like, oh, I wonder if he if he should have gone first. Now let's get into Mara getting Swashbuckling Adventure. I wasn't sure if – I wasn't sure how she was going to fare in this being a new category. But then I was like, wait, you know what? Hold on now. Who does she have on her team? Oh, yeah. She's got, like, everybody. Yeah, this, everyone this you is, would want to have on your team. <laughs> anybody you would want to have to be a study partner, whether it's Kevin Smets, whether that's Robert Parker, the magic man, Ben Bateman, or uh, um, her, her um, cohabitant, um, Dan yeah, Merle. Who might that be? Yeah, Dan um, Merle. Yeah. Any, any of these people. By the way, watch Dan Merle's WandaVision Breakdown. Thank you, Dan. You've really been keeping me on track with this because, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, well, also watch Snakes on a Plane, all my movies. That was a great one. Check that out, too. Yeah, yes, check right. it out, too. So... When um when this came up, I was like, okay. And then I remembered that these are movies. When I was listening to PJ Campbell talk about it, Swashbuckling Adventure was going to be movies like the Pirates of the Caribbean films. It was going to be like Indiana Jones, yeah. things of that nature. Maybe more serial, pulpy action movies that could be considered intergeekdom because it has a supernatural or superhero element to it. Maybe one of my favorites, 1996, is The Phantom would be in there as well. Things mm -hmm. such as that would find themselves in this category. And then I remember Mark Knopfler is a huge Indiana Jones fan. She used Absolutely. to come out to the Indiana Jones theme. I said, okay, this actually is going to do really good for her. And look, she had... I believe was there two I think there were two parts of the Caribbean question. Yeah, a couple right? in there. Yeah. Two parts of Caribbean questions, a Zorro question, uh, and was it two Indiana Jones questions? It's something like that. Yeah, I'll have to review the tape. But I think the category ended up being pretty favorable for her. I mean, she got four out of five for eight points. Uh Chandra was not able to steal, which is kind of a, a big deal because you're looking at, you know, a player a champion, a defending champion who who's who's trailing at that point, or who's trailing into that, or they were tied, but coming out of that first round, but, you know, would he end up trailing eventually into into the third round, but it's like, you want to be able to steal things that, that your player misses, because that's how he was able to topple Kevin Smets. That's how he was able to get the championship in the first place, and again, that was an older era of inner geekdom. Now, I also want to say I think Chandru adapted to this new era of Intergeekdom very well in the same way Mara has. And it all really came down, if you look at the second round, it really came down to the second round ultimately with these two new categories. Chandru having to check the multiple choice on his last two questions, only getting one point. Mara didn't check the multiple choice. She missed out on two points, but she outscored him 8-7 to seven in that round. Yeah, Chandru had the opportunity to capitalize off her missed Indiana Jones question. I think it was what dynasty 
Um, yes, the in, dynasty. In some, yeah. in some regards, of that I think she what she she say the Han dynasty. Han dynasty, yeah, and she kind of and she knew her error right away. She said, but it was oh, too late, okay. and then Chandra couldn't couldn't he, you know, he couldn't pick pull up it on either. That. And that yeah. that was big. That was big. Chris Barnes in the UK with the four ninety nine British 14. pounds. 1499, excuse me, 1499 British pounds, I believe, um, to come back to a league that changes as much as it has and take the belt in a performance mm. like that shows that out of all competitors, Mar deserves the name Amazing, yes. And I think it's Amazin, by the way, just, you know, small things, small minor <laughs> details. Isn't it Amazin or is it Amazing? I think on the poster it was Amazing, but we pronounce it Amazing, you know? Oh, I thought it was Amazing, Mar Kanata. Yeah, Amazing. Okay. Never mind, yeah. my bad, Chris, you're right. Uh, you're 100% right there, Chris. And then also, a skewed one with the $10. I have y'all on my TV at the moment just Whoa. dropping by in a browser to support and give you a thumbs up. <laughs> appreciate A skewed that. one. Appreciate you, my man. That's like two views. Two That's views. That's like two views. I wow. appreciate it. So yeah. is he... Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, but when Chandru missed that, had the opportunity to, to tie up the game, misses it, or take the lead, rather, misses it, then it goes back to him. I'm watching again with the float, and I picked Mara. Big fan of Chandru, big fan of Mara, but I picked Mara, so obviously I'm rooting for Mara to win right. this, and because the story of her coming back and winning would be great. So I'm watching it with the float, and I said, okay, we just need him to miss one. We just need him to miss one, and you know we'll be all right, okay? He ends up checking to the multiple choice, getting it. Yeah. Uh, it was like the scavengers question or what have you. And I was like, okay, okay. So still, he's got to, you know, we're, we're, we're still all right. The yeah, fact that he checked to that, yeah, we're, yeah. we're still all right. Okay, we'll be okay. Now, that's that fifth question. What sport were they playing in yeah. gym class in History whatever the name of the movie was? History, History of, of violence. violence, yeah. I was like, oh, my Great goodness. question. And you even saw Chandra's face go, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He was like, what in the hell is this? And... um. And obviously he 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 goes multiple choice. I think he selects dodgeball. Uh, yeah. Incorrect. That's what the float said. The float guessed dodgeball. I guess dodgeball. I said it's got to be basketball. In every high school movie, they're always playing yeah. basketball. What they're gonna play baseball in gym class? That exactly. Doesn't make any sense? They're it's gonna play or football in gym yeah. class. It's either gonna be dodgeball or basketball. So Mara goes basketball. I'm thinking she's gonna get it right. She gets it wrong. It ended up being baseball. What gym class are they playing in? I have no idea. If you're gonna play something on a diamond in gym class, it's gonna be kickball. It's not gonna be baseball. But I digress. We're gonna get back to the point here. When he move, when he misses that, I said, wow. We're in a really good position now. If you're Mar, you got to feel confident. Yeah. You have the intergame player of the world. Now he's missed three, or he's missed two questions in the first two rounds. This puts you in a very good position. You would think, had she gotten that Indiana Jones question in round two, uh, the second one, she would have been through the roof, and I would have felt really confident about her. Being that this was a five-round match, I still think anything could happen. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. At, at this point, though, at the end of the second round, Mara's up seventeen to sixteen, but they both have missed two questions. Up to this point, and it's all—it's all about when do you check multiple choice? Are you capitalizing on steal opportunities? Mara didn't check the didn't did not check the multiple choice. She ended up missing on a two point question that she thought at the time she was going to get right. She recognized her mistake right away. Chandra, on the other hand, checked the multiple choice on his last two questions because he did have some room there. He could have tied or even taken the lead had he gotten that that fifth question correct but you don't know what you're going to get after that fourth he checked multiple choice on that one got that one point and when he misses that one as and he's now trailing 17 to 16 going into the betting round you go well it all depends what the category is going to be in round three 
we'll see what the the speed round is like. And then, obviously, the championship round, the fifth round, well, who knows what's going to happen there. But I don't think Chandru probably expected to be trailing, at least at that point in the game. If it was going to happen, maybe it happens in the speed round or right. in the betting round, where you bet and sometimes, you know, questions or categories are all over the place and you just can't 100% prepare for it. But I think trailing going into the third round was probably something he didn't expect at the very least you know he'll be tied but he probably didn't think he might be trailing at that point even though it's a one point deficit not insurmountable but it's you know you're the defending champ it's a new categories and now i wonder if things start entering your mind of like okay what's coming around the corner now i don't know because we're in uncharted territory per se with these new categories, what if it pops up in the third third round betting round? What am I going to do now? You know, how do I bet for those categories? Um, it was a very interesting position to see Chandru in. And look, we talked about it last week. Is there going to be some chirping, some some smack talk? There was none of that. And, and I predicted, I think you as well, that I think going into this, there are a lot of unknowns. So why make yourself look like a fool right. uh, um, with all these unknowns? Yeah, um, it's a great. That's a great point. Um, the only trash talk that did occur, and I think this is probably a good time to bring it up right before yeah. round three. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like out of nowhere, Chandru has this issue with Winston Marshall, where he doesn't really want to listen to him. He's kind of like, oh, whatever. I don't like you, and he has this this bit of a uh, this character element. Or this this um new uh, what am I looking for character character arc I guess would be the term for angle it. yeah angle angle he has this new angle with Winston Marshall where he's not a fan anymore of of Winston yeah and I didn't really understand it um you know, what the reasoning was for this um because as far as we know the, when they ended the season hey man all was good beat Chance Ellison. Swag, swag, drip, drip. You know, we finished number two for the chip, right? Yep. I mean, everything's on a uh, on on a great note. So, my question to you, Frank, is: We saw a little bit, I guess, in the post match, and and forgive me, I was setting up for this stream, so I didn't hear the entirety of the Winston Marshall. I saw a majority of it, but not the entirety of the Winston yeah. Marshall Chandru Dandapani. Uh, interview with Jen Sturger. By the way, shout out to Jen Sturger being yes. back on the. What, what can I give her? Uh, being back on the. Uh, here, that's fine. <laughs> that's, you can't say no. That's fine. You just with the chimes. Maybe the chimes. Do the, I have the chimes? Do I still have the chimes? chimes? Jen Sturger being back on the desk. Yes, sir. There we go. Or being back on the thing. Yeah. Uh, Post match interviews. What up, Jen? <clears throat> but. It seemed to be maybe Winston wasn't there as much for him. Mm. Wasn't there a lot for Chandru. Um, it, it was it was odd. It was odd. What did you make of all of it? What did you make of all of it? So I think when talking about this aspect, we also have to kind of jump into what happened in the match prior, right? Okay. With, with Laura Kelly. Like, you know, th what happened there makes sense. Everyone knows Laura Kelly doesn't want to be with Swag. She wants to be with Corruption. That could not be more evident with this match By the or way, that match. Dagger to the chest when Mark Ellis said she's trying to Deshaun Watson her way oh. out of swag. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dagger yeah. to the chest. Mm. By the way, peace, JJ, but continue. Yeah, right. Um, so we we have that going, and Winston's trying to hold it together. It's like, I get it. This is, a, you know, you don't want to be here, but, you know. And I said this also on draft night. This is going back to draft night. Winston, he made 
business decisions that night. Yeah. He made business decisions. Um, and that's what he did when he drafted Laura Kelly before Ace. And it and it paid off for him, and we'll get to that match. With Chandru, it's a little bit more interesting because I felt like they went on this journey last season together to get the belt and to defend it at Spectacular. They came up just short, as you as you mentioned, for the for the faction title. But now we're seeing Chandru kind of somewhat turn on Winston here in this match. And it it always kind of piqued my curiosity in terms of how Chandru was comporting himself last season and that Winston was his manager. Because those two did not seem to mix, in, in my opinion. No. And and they somehow they made it work and, and they won they won an intergeekdom title and defended it, right? And that that was my whole thought process last year. It was like, how do these two guys Chandra's going down one path. Winston is not on the same trajectory as Chandru, but he's kind of tolerating him, and he's kind of, um, he, he's, I guess, more or less accepting of it, and, and which is more or less also kind of condoning it, but in a very not in a very not a not a very tactful way, I guess. So. I'm like this. This is really jive. What's going on here? And now we see this. It kind of makes sense, but at the same time, I'm like, what's the reason now? Why is it going south with Chandru and Winston? And, and like you, Brad, I didn't get a chance to hear all the post match because we were setting up here. And I, I'm curious to go back and listen to see if there's something that I missed and, and, and there's more to it. But I suspect. You know, this is going to play out with other, per, perhaps other players, because I really want to know. Who on faction? Who's on? Who on Winston's faction likes him? That's what I want to know because right now he's over two tonight, and sure. he's got ten other players. I don't, I don't know who who likes Winston. Did Winston draft anybody that that likes him anymore? Because I'm curious about Ace. Ace does he have any? Is he harboring any hard feelings towards Winston for getting passed up? You know, initially by Laura Kelly, who who he beat in the tournament, and Winston drafts her ahead of Ace. And I know Winston says, you know, look, I knew I could get Ace, which is which is an interesting choice of words because that's saying, like, he knew that either – I mean, I, like I said, it was a business decision, a strategic decision because Winston's saying, I knew people were sleeping on Ace, so therefore I'm going to sleep on Ace as well or at least let that little look that way, the optics-wise, because I know I can grab him. And it's would Ace – be I don't I'm not going to compare this to the fourth round John Roca situation, but what if it turns out to be somewhat a similar situation where Ace feels disrespected? I that would. He right exactly. So I it's would, reasonable honestly. that that could be another situation. And now Winston's going to have at least three of his twelve players on his roster, not in 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 some sort of symbiotic relationship, right? So now you have this, per- and it's coming from the top of your faction. With with Chandru first off, who's kind of the leader of that faction, Ace, who who did wonders for that faction last season, you know it's gonna be an interesting dynamic with Swag and whether or not they can Winston can navigate these rocky waters. I know it's only the first match, first two matches of the season. There's a, a ton of right. the year to go, so I don't want to get blown too out of proportion. But much like the Finstock Exchange starting out drama and all that last season, Swag not as much drama. But right now they're they're holding that 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 candle. 
Yeah, they're right they're, they're picking up what what, <laughs> yeah. what Bobby Gucci yeah. dropped. Yeah, if, if only a little bit. Um, uh, Jose Montalvo again. He says it feels like Chandru had a game plan and, and that did not coincide with Winston's game plan. Interesting mm. there. And Thomas McPeak said the reason is because Chandru said Winston said to go easy on Mara with the mind games. Um, like we talked about, I don't really think that that was a you know was going to be a difference maker, especially if you saw Mara right. was if quick Chandru on the draw thought, time. If Chandru thought that was gonna be a difference maker. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm inclined to disagree. I'm on Winston's side with that, but <laughs> Austin saying this post match interview brought to you by One Division. Yes, uh, mm. it was blank all along. Um, <laughs> they want to they want to give it out, right? But right. Uh, anyway, going into round three, it is the betting round. They do confer. Chandra ends up going with two. Mara goes with three. The category was Star Trek. They both get it right. So now Mara has extended her lead at this point. Yeah. To, uh, was she up three at this point? No, she was up two. It was, uh, let me see here. After the third round. 28, 26, yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was up, up two. two. Yeah. She was up two after that going into the dreaded speed round. In this speed round, I once again, I was watching with the float, so I was like, you know what, look. Because I, by the way, did the swashbuckling adventure category. I got everything that Mara got right. I got it right, right? Because nice. I, I love Pirates. I love Indiana Jones and Zorro. I mean, come on, man, Captain Zeta Jones, nineteen ninety nine, brother. So, um, <laughs> of course, I'm all eyes on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I said, you know what? For this, for this uh, speed round, I'm gonna play it with. I'm gonna play it with them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little show off for the float because I felt confident. Didn't do well in the speed round. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Speed round yeah, yeah, yeah. the speed round was a little difficult. Speed round was a little difficult. Speed round was a little difficult. And um, when they, they end up both, though, getting eight uh, questions out of the ten correct, they, they think they swapped answers on a couple of them. Yeah, I think there's like um, one. Yeah, there's like two that they there's the There's the Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Ron Idris Perlman. Elba, and then yeah. the Ron Perlman ones, yeah. I think, that were two that they switched on and off. But nevertheless, both getting eight. We're still stuck at that two. We get to the fifth round. Now, let me ask you, did you have any issue with this? Because I feel like we got our first occurrence of the benefit of the doubt rule. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why I believe this. Because I was expecting the chat to blow up on it. I, I wasn't going to trip on it because you know me. I'm very, very, right. I don't care. But when they said in Indiana Jones, Indiana got his name from what the name indiana from what and yeah, she okay. says we named the dog indiana right mm -hmm. quote from a movie didn't really answer the question directly right didn't answer the question directly it said we named the dog indiana that doesn't really it, the answer was dog right yeah yeah the answer was dog i didn't have a problem with it i thought that that fell under the benefit of the doubt rule. sure did you did you have any issue with none didn't even think about it, Brad. I didn't even. They didn't even. Never even entered my mind, because I like think she obviously knew it. She yes. obviously knew the answer. Yeah. Um. Which is why I feel like it falls under this benefit of the doubt rule. But this was season seven. I feel like that would have been challenged. I really do. I mean, the, the fact that Chandra could have challenged that, and he decided not to. Right. Because I think that he was aware of these new rules, and he's probably like, "Oh, well, I wouldn't win that one anyway." She obviously knew the answer. Yeah. But I think yeah. that that in season seven that would have been challenged. So I think that this was a really good example of how uh, you, Campbell, Bibiani, and Ben were, and 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 whomever else worked on the rule book were able to yeah. say, "You know what? This is a benefit of the doubt. We know that she knows the answer. This isn't worth saying. Ah, oh, well, no, mm -hmm. uh, not worth that." 
Obviously, the answer was dog. We had, had the dog, Indiana. Yeah. Had Chandru challenged it, and then Christian and Mark come back, and then cited the benefit of the doubt rule, I, I certainly could I could see that have been a possibility. And, you know, the fact is it wasn't challenged. The judges, Mark and Christian, you know, didn't bat an eye, uh, I don't think, at that at that response. They, they knew. No. She clearly knew the answer. And so we move on. And thank God. Because I don't. And I know the league doesn't want to go down this road either of just the nitpicking because it a it it stalls the match it ruins momentum it ruins the entertainment um, and you really just you really just take the oxygen out of a match yeah. that up to that point was I mean through the whole Gripping. match was just phenomenal right and Gripping. you don't want to I think stifle that in any way if it's like if it's clear that yeah she knows the answer like come on we named a dog Indiana yeah. Uh, Daniel Zambrano with the $5 Super Chat. Chandrus started laying down the groundwork for an excuse blaming Winston when Mara scared the crap out of him and he realized he was going to lose. Interesting theory there. Mm. I don't I don't know if he was scared the crap out of. That would be an interesting thing yeah. on your um, season. The Barbarian says it's pedantic in, re- in regards to that. Yeah. SAT word coming back second week in a row pedantic <laughs> yeah pedantic yeah. but uh anyway, real quick Jesse Brendan with the five dollar super chat saying after complaining about no mind games Chandru pulled a fake out with his five pointer exactly like Kalinowski won yeah. against Mara interesting move obviously a mind game there so I don't know um where he uh where where he said he had didn't have any mind games there was definitely some oh. that f- f- five point fake out was whack yeah but I wanted, yeah, I wanted to go back to this, or I just wanted to read this again. Chandru started laying the groundwork for an excuse blaming Winston, and Mara scared the crap out of him, and he realized he was going to lose. I don't know that Mara scared the crap out of Chandru. I don't think Chandru was ever really playing Mara per se. He was playing this new era of inner geekdom, and I think if anything irked him any which way, it was what's around the corner. You know, what's next? What's new around the corner? Not necessarily. Mara per se, while certainly I think he may have felt that oh maybe Mara's more suited for these other types of films that are being asked in the division now, but I think he still had to, within his mind, figure out how to navigate the unknown. Right. Yeah. I think I think that you're probably right about that. He might have been shook a little bit, shaken maybe. Yeah, shaken maybe. Oh, look at that. that that's Melissa, my sister. Lisa, and Tanya. That's who. That's, that's Melissa my sisters. Wait a minute. Is yeah. This, is this is this a sister Janish? Yeah. That's all this, three. Okay. So Melissa is she the old? Where's she? Where's she rank? Where's she, her she, rank in the Janish family? She's a uh, one, two, three, fourth youngest. Fourth youngest. Yeah. What does that mean? She's the f- second oldest. What does that mean? She's no, fourth, fourth youngest. She's the fourth youngest. Yeah. Lisa's the uh, third oldest. <laughs> <laughs> And Tanya's the oldest. Tanya's the oldest. So, okay. Tanya's older than me. I'm older than Lisa. And Lisa's older than Melissa. Does that work for you? Melissa's the youngest, then. Well, of these names. I have two other sisters that are not mentioned. Oh, that's right. You have like 12 sisters. Yeah, I have 17 uh, sisters. Yeah. Well, back. Melissa. Oh, you. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Normally, we have Mama Janish. Yeah, that's true. Normally, we have Mama Janish. Now we have the whole family in the channel. You know what my mom said to me the other day? 
you know, it Frank was Frank Janish in this <laughs> nice substitute. Uh, during the night of the draft, we we're like about to go live, uh-huh. and I, my, my mom like texted me like literally as we're about to go live for the actual draft. She's like, she's asking about who are these players in like that the chat's mentioning. She's like, I really want to follow the league this year. I'm like, mom, I I love that, but now's not the time. I'm about to go <laughs> live uh, on the draft, but yeah, I got back to her eventually, and and. Um, yeah, so it's all great. It's a big family affair now. Jordan know? citing out the obvious two sisters that don't miss Maybe, maybe. The obvious, the obvious yeah. there. Um, Mars three-pointer, the Neville Longbottom question. Uh, we saw Chandru give a big, oh, you know, LeBron-type yeah. flop whenever that occurred. Did you have an issue with that being a three-pointer? I saw some people in the chat live being like, oh my God, I can't believe that was the question that they asked. Nah, I mean, look. It's, I didn't have any problem with it. It's, have you, have these people watched the show before? I mean, come on. Like, this stuff yeah, are you new happens, here? you know, and, and again, level of difficulty while it's, it's, they're doing, the writers are doing their best to place them correctly. It's all subjective at the end of the day as well. So, you know, let's just – we won't talk about what mom wanted to put on a T-shirt. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. So this is Frank Janish's sister, Melissa, coming back in the chat saying yeah. we won't talk about what mom <laughs> wanted to put on a T-shirt. What I, did mom want to put on a T-shirt? I forget, <laughs> but but my sisters talked my mom out of doing that. I know that. I think I forget. Was it Don't Tell Peter? <laughs> no, no. Um, I wish because <laughs> – you know what, Melissa? You should just type it in the chat. You should just type yeah, it in Melissa, the chat. Yeah, Melissa. Melissa, put it in the chat just, if you want to. Just go ahead and throw that one up there because we. Because really, I honestly I don't remember, and I and I don't want to go into my text and look. We um, really would like to know yeah. what she wanted to put on the T-shirt. Um, but back to yeah, the I, I didn't. I didn't have an issue. I didn't have an yeah. issue with it at all. I didn't have an issue with it. I so, yeah. and, and I know that uh, Chandru kind of made reference to it in his post-match interview like oh my god you know these easy three-pointers blah 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 blah. even this guy who's cynical is definitely in his name says that is the easiest three-pointer ever i don't think so um didn't know that one Corey smith says sexy mama numbers i think that's pretty close actually to the actual thing <laughs> i think that's actually pretty close of like wait it's do i that might be close it's something like that i think yeah, Anyways. but 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 whether you thought the third the three pointer was easy, yeah. I don't remember Chandra's off the top of my head. Uh, either way, both five point questions were nuts. Both five point questions were yeah. nuts. The yeah. Batman one was such a great misdirect, and I'll tell you why. Because earlier in the match, we had the animated category, right? We yeah. had an animated category, and that was that may have been. I don't remember where it happened, but it was a, it was a uh, Incredibles two question. Um, I think it was actually the one that Mara ended up repeating in the first round, and, and Bob Odenkirk was, I think, the the winner, I believe. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, was, was the correct answer, I believe. Anyway, we saw animated earlier, which was a great misdirect for this five-point question in the category of Batman because the answer was an animated movie. Correct. It was a great way to throw you off because I start going, okay, wait, okay, it must have been one of the – was it a Schumacher one? I don't remember – Wait, when was Batman supposed to be? I couldn't remember it. And when, as soon as she said Mask of the Phantasm, I said, I think that's right. And it, it boom, it was Ma- Mask of the Look Phantasm. I believe 97. Was that 97? I don't know. Nah. Uh, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Uh, Craig the Barbarian says, where did he? He had a great response. Where did it go? That was not the one. Okay, what are you about to say, Frank? Well, I find I was going to say, you know, going into this final round, Mara has a slim lead here. And the anticipation 
for myself at least, what was mounting because it's, Mara has been away from the game for two years, and now she's at the moment that she could reclaim the inner geekdom title. And Chandra's a dangerous player. You can always get tripped up on a three, a two, a three, or a five. And the fact that she had pretty much been leading almost the entire match, or, or, or felt like she was in control of, of the match for the most part, because she, she wasn't the, the player to miss first. It was Chandru. Um, she did miss there in the first round for it to tie up, but then coming out of the second round, she was leading. Out of the third round, she was leading. Out of the out of the speed round, she was leading. So the fact that she was this close, and then it gets down to Chandru's five. He pulls a little Bateman, if you will, right? And now she's in a position to win the title. That's the, that's the spot you want to be in no matter what. And for her to be in that position after all this time, first of all, that in of itself I think was a tremendous accomplishment. Yes. You know, and I was I was just you know, minutes ago. I I was dozens of minutes ago. I was sitting there and like I cannot believe she's at this position where she can win the title after all this time. And it was it's an incredible journey, right, just that in and of itself. And the fact that she does pull it off and and earns that victory after so long, um, truly a, a special moment for Shmodan history, for Mara, I think for the dungeon, I think perhaps, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn, but maybe for Smets, for bringing, and Kaiser bringing the Inner Geekdom title back to the dungeon, um, and you're taking it back from the player that you lost it to as well. I mean, there's there's a lot going on there, and her um, having that moment with Dan. Um, truly, I mean, we've had some. I know we miss studio matches, but we've truly had some great moments with these this online setting that we've had to endure. And I, I just could not be. I honestly could not be more thrilled for Mara and what she had to go through to accomplish this. Because while I think Chandru is an amazing player and he he will be back with a vengeance believe you me and i think mara season eight premiere we're in this new era of factions and teams and studying and just the way the game has has evolved and mara shows up in season eight in the year 2021 and meets it head on and takes down one of the the better players this division has ever seen reclaims a title to be the first woman to win the Inner Geekdom title twice. twice. The first to, to, to first woman to win an individual title twice. Um, truly, I, I think just a, a special moment, and I could not be more thrilled with the way this match concluded and, and her journey. While I'm not going to say it's it ended here, I think it just it it, it restarted. It, it you began know? again. Yeah. Right. That was the tagline for WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again. Right. <laughs> and that and that is apropos for for what we saw with Mark Kanopic. This is where it all begins again. I was thrilled with Mark Kanopic's victory because one, it showed that just because she played in a different era of the Schmodown yeah. doesn't mean that she was a lesser player. Because I saw a lot of that chatter going on. Well, you know, she played in a different era. She played against different. She played against Koi Jandrew. You know, she played against blah, blah, blah. She played against blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What do you got to say now? Because the game that she played tonight would have beaten not only Chandru, 
probably any other inner geekdom champion ever. She was on fire. She was on fire the entirety of the evening. And she, she has shown that she is without a doubt, a Mount Rushmore IG player. She is without a doubt, 100% worthy of being the number one overall pick in the yeah. 2021 movie trivia Schmodown draft. We got to talk about that aspect. Because... She definitely, she validated herself. I mean, exactly. not that she needed to validate herself, but she did. Her winning the title, one, again, shows that Kaiser probably ended up winning the entirety of the draft. Now that we can look at it after yeah. the first match, yeah. he won the entirety of the draft. He has a future Star Wars star in Marley Damon, which we're about to talk about here in a second. Now he has the inner geekdom champion. He has Dan Merle, the greatest of all time. He has Ben Bateman, one of the best players ever. He has Robert Parker, who's another IG phenom. This this was incredible. But but back to Mara. The journey that she went on. Think about where we were a year ago. A year ago, she was or a, l a little over a year ago. We were there at the movie Tribute Showdown Awards and Draft, the inaugural draft. She was uh set to have this championship match against yeah. then Kevin Smets. Then champion Kevin Smets. Then yeah. champion Kevin Smets. And a year later, she finds herself on the same faction uh, that Kevin Smets was on the prior year. And she is now the energy team champion of the world. Dwayne Burke. What up, Dwayne? Uh, in the chat, happy belated, my man. Belated. Uh, he said the last two champions to defend the IG belt have both lost it tomorrow. Great point. Great point yeah. there. Great point. That is Jason Inman won, uh, lost it at a live event back when we had the heavy-ass <laughs> yeah. IG oh, title. It was heavy, yeah. The thing is, that belt was ridiculous, and these new ones are heavy. The new IG belt is heavy. I mean, Nowhere near the, the weight the, of this world. The old IG was like the center of mass. It wasn't like across the belt. I mean, like Brother, that thing was, it was, it was like 20 pounds. It was like. ridiculous. It was so heavy. It but, was so uh, heavy. Um, but but her but her going on and and getting this championship and having that solid team around her again of study partners like um, I think it was even highlighted Adam Witt yeah. Dan Merle Ben Bateman Robert Parker Kevin Smets like the perfect John Hoey Kaiser mentioned Hoey you know, the I mean, all all these people all these people and also the code code people <laughs> apparently there's coded people that that you mentioned by code name oh, right. uh, that they wanted to keep their anonymity and did i say that word? i think i said anonymity word. yeah and uh, which i thought was really cute um that they have code words like they don't want to be i mean i think that's how much people wanted chandrew to lose <laughs> like Look, people were coming out of the woodwork and they want to be known chandrew to lose which you know? means which means he's over it's 100 that's the other thing like Chandru has played his part to a T because and I, I actually I wanted I remember thinking this during the match I was like I, I need to thank Chandru I need to thank Chandru for for what he's done for the inner for inner geekdom in terms of he gave me someone to root against and I haven't mm -hmm. had that in a long time since really the Patriot days you know there's people I wanted to see win of course like I wasn't rooting against Mike Kalinowski I just really wanted to see Rachel Cushing win I was rooting, as much as I was rooting for Mara, I was rooting against Chandru, and, and Chandru gave that to me, and so I, I do want to thank him for playing that part to a T, because he really has infused inner geekdom with something that I don't think it necessarily had. Even when Kalinowski, you know, through the corruption run, you know, all of that, that was a lot more fun, 
um, in terms of seeing how it was all working. But Chandru, I think he is the real first villain of Inner Geekdom um, in, in that regard. Um, Chris Barnes underscore UK with the four ninety nine British pounds. Which are they? Are pounds worth more or no? I'm American. What do I know? I know. Don't you feel so uncultured sometimes? <laughs> I really do. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Um, Chris Barnes underscore UK says the moment Mora won the match will be in everyone's greatest showdown moments list for years to come. Can I can I walk you through what was going on in the in in the boat and float world as this happened? When Mora wins, she instantly kind of breaks down in tears. And she's calling for Dan, 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 right? Dan yeah. walks over there, kind of out of frame to the right of it a little bit, and they're hugging. I look over the float. Float says, I think I'm crying. And and then she starts saying, uh, Mara couldn't, no, what did she say? Can, Mara Kanopic is a hot topic? Is that what she started <laughs> chanting? The floats are chanting something like that. I think it was Mara Kanopic is a hot topic, I believe is what she was saying. Um, I'd actually like to know. But, um, uh, it, it was really great. E everything was great about that moment. And I think that it was really remnant of the Dan Merle, I won moment, right? Yeah, yeah. It was very yeah. remnant of that. So I, I was very pleased with with how that all turned out. And her winning was just such a great moment um, for for the league, for her season to start off like that. I really just, it was great, wasn't it, Frank? I loved it, um, and it's something that, you know, I was looking at the chat here, you know, everyone is just... Uh, Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh-oh. Float? Hi, you've reached... Oh, no. She hung up on me. I was going <laughs> to ask her. Float! Uh, I was going to ask her what she said, but anyway, okay. continue. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but here, here's the other thing I did want to get back to a little bit with Kaiser drafting Mario number one. Um, I, I will say, I know that, that Kevin Smets was a huge believer in, in Mara being the number one pick for the dungeon. Um, every time I had talked to him about like what they might do and who they're like debating back and forth with, I mean, he was very adamant about Mara and really believed in Mara that, that she could do it. And drafting Mara, number one, and at the time we didn't have the knowledge of the new categories um, coming into the division, but and and it's it's tough because you're looking at a player in Mara who's been gone for for two years. She's had to deal with some things, unfortunately, and, and you know, and you wonder, you know, it's. I mean, I don't know that they were thinking of these things. I'm not trying to put thoughts or words into their mouths, but I'm I'm thinking she's been away from two years. You know, how much has she kept up with the game? It's a lot to ask, and that's when managers and other players you know do their homework and say, figuring out where are you at and and i think they really did it with mara to the point where they were confident and comfortable enough to take mara number one knowing that she she had that title shot and that she was going to go into star wars as well and and so we'll see what that happens down later if i season. was mara i wouldn't even <laughs> think about star wars i mean right i mean you're just you're the anarchy champion of the world you focus on i mean she yeah. could, i'm sure she could do it but i would just be like look i just won this title yeah. i'm gonna kind of chill but and hang on to this for a second being the number one overall pick let alone just being the first pick for any faction um that's a huge amount huge amount of of pressure put on you 
for you to deliver. I'm drafting, I'm taking you as my first pick for my team. And on top of that, she's the first overall pick. And when I and when you do that, you, that player should be expected to deliver points. And Mara, while I think is certainly capable of doing that, but she was in a particular position having to vie for a title against Chandru, who had proven to be very deadly. He took down Kevin Smets. You know, he, he took down Chance and Spectacular. He looked incredible, right? Um, it's a huge spot, I think. And I and watching Mara play, I couldn't tell that she was phased by any sort of no. pressure or. And I think that's that's credit due to her own mindset as well as, um, as well as yeah, as well as. Well, that's a different story, guys. I'm the, sure Coy is feeling 24. like a fool right now. Is what mm, someone said in the a, chat. I, I don't think he's feeling that way. But I'll, but just to finish my point real quick. Okay. Mara not feeling the pressure, I think, is also a, a credit to her as well as the dungeon and Kaiser as a whole, making her feel like this isn't the end of the world. You, you have a title shot, but this isn't. If you lose here, you know we're up, you know, blank creek. You know, it's so it's. I, I think what the dungeon has done in cultivating a culture over there. You know, I think it showed. It showed how much it matters in the match not and not just because she won but because of how she played congratulations to the amazing mark Nambic, the new two-time intergeekdom mm. champion of the world how many points does the dungeon win for that that's a seven spot seven seven wow Seven spot for title matches, of course. Now, Dungeon, obviously, uh, unfamiliar territory with them being <laughs> number one currently in the movie trivia. Schmodown, I think that's right? like half their point total they got last year. To be yeah, honest. I mean, they were they were pretty low. They were pretty yeah, low last yeah. year. So, congratulations to them. And let's uh, let's transition over to the match that started us off because there is some really great great stuff here. Obviously, it was number one contender match. We saw Laura Kelly, who began the the entirety of the night, saying, "Hey." I uh, obviously don't want to play for you. You're an idiot. I hate your face and everything you represent. I want to be on corruption, but whatever. This is this is not this is not this story between Winston and and uh, and Laura again. It's not Deshaun, as as Mark said. You know who this is this is this is Harden. <laughs> I want to play on the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say. I might go to the strip club to get some bar- buffalo wings. I'm going to go to Lil Baby's party in Vegas. I'll come back. I'll give you a 40-point triple-double, okay? But then I'm going to go back and do whatever I want to do until you trade me to the Brooklyn Nets. This is what Laura Kelly did tonight. Laura Kelly said, Winston, shut your mouth and your stupid face. I'm going to go out here against, aside from Alex Damon, the most credible competitor she could have gone against in Molly Damon. I'm going to go up against her, and guess what I'm going to do? She's going to miss. I think Molly only ended up missing like three questions, I believe. I think she only missed three questions in that third in that, in that three-round match, I think. But Laura Kelly said, yeah, that's really nice, Molly. And Mark was right in his assessment. This That performance by Molly Damon would have beat the majority of Star Wars players. However, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Laura Kelly pitched a perfect game. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't mess with perfection. And Laura Kelly sounds like she's going to enter herself into the triple threat scenario. I think she likes her odds a little bit better there. She's already faced 
uh, Alex Damon one-on-one before at the Spectacular, right? You can't get much bigger than that. Why not throw it into a triple threat and see how her fortunes face in that? Also a more compelling match, if you ask me. Frank, your turn. I've been saying this for a while. To win a match in Star Wars, you have to play perfect. You have to play perfect. There's no way around it. If you want to win a match, you have to play perfect. And in some instances, it might not even be enough a la DiMolanta Scrimshaw. Yeah. It wasn't that particular case tonight, but... But Molly Damon answered 15 out of 18, and, and Laura, obviously, 18 out of 18. I so, answered, like, 3 out of 18. <laughs> you know, and, and I think while I don't – I think, you know, Molly missing the, the Southridge uh, type of um, – that A New Hope, the last question of the first round, I, I can understand that one. I think the one that I think is kind of – Peculiar on Molly's part was the missing the animal radis one, and I was like, "Ooh, that one's okay." But um, but after that, it w- it was it was over, it was over, you know, because Laura ends up not in the sense like, at that match anything was over, but in the sense that Laura goes perfect for the rest of the match, the whole match. Um, you know, Molly has to answer a five. Laura Kelly does not have to answer a five. Um, you know. Laura Kelly, perfect attack of the clones. Molly Damon, perfect on the Force Awakens. You know they sweep those, and, and they both hit their two and their threes. Molly misses a five. I mean, these fives are going to be kind of insane, I think, this year. So, for Star Wars, I think it's incumbent upon a player to not have to answer a five. But how often is that going to happen? I don't know because, like I've said, and I'll continue to say it, you have to play perfect, and and that's while it's certainly doable. It's still a tall order. There's still that pressure of knowing that I got to play perfect. And I don't know what the question writers have in store in terms of what types of questions they're going to be answering this year. But given on past knowledge in past years, specifically last year, um, it's going to be, I think, it's going to be an immensely tight division. Um, you know, Molly answered 83% of her questions. Um Laura answered 100%. What, what, what do you do? I mean, you, you just know. can't beat that. I mean, right. it's just and, – and the thing is, I hope Molly Damon isn't holding her head down at all. No. Because she played phenomenally. She and had, I liked her post-match comments, you know. Look, the girl's a class act, obviously. Yeah. She's obviously a class act. Great set. That was the other thing. The float and I, we love this set, right? We love oh. her set Honestly – all Star camera. Wars players, I think we talked about this uh, yeah. similar time. All the Star Wars players have phenomenal. I mean, we had Thomas Harper on here, Alex Damon, Molly Damon. Um, they all have like phenomenal. Andrew DeMolanta. DeMolanta. They all have phenomenal. They all have the best cameras, the best sets because they I also know. have like the coolest backgrounds because it's all Star Wars stuff. So obviously, um, man, they know how to do I'm it right si- over I'm there. I'm sitting here with this freaking MacBook <laughs> Pro webcam and a black backdrop right now. But I am I am working on stuff in the studio, so things are going to change. But okay. um um in, anyway anyway Molly Damon, hundred percent a class act. Yeah. Still, I think that if they go into tourney season, um whatever is going whatever's going to follow whatever her path is going to be, um she's going to find herself yeah. back in the in the mix. She's just that good. She's just that good. Eighty three percent is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. But like you said, Laura got a hundred percent. So let's talk about Laura Kelly. Laura Kelly. Hundred percent, stone cold oh. swagger. That's how I describe Laura Kelly. She has stone cold Dude. swagger. Phenomenal. I mean, just da- ice daggers. 
Remember, remember the remember the uh, who who used to do like ice in my veins, right? Uh, what, what what basketball player used to do ice in my veins? I, um, probably Paul Pierce. I don't know. Somebody I mean, did. Maybe it's Paul Pierce. Somebody yeah. used to do ice in my veins, right? Um, that's what Laura Kelly has. She has ice in her veins. Wow. Not only her performance was great. Look, whenever they said, "And your winner, Laura Kelly," lights out, Laura Kelly. And then Christian reads, starts to read the answer, and Laura Kelly mouths it yeah. as he's reading it. She's good, dude. D'Angelo Russell was the name, by the way. Ice in my veins. But yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, oh my God, what a what a fox! Just what a stone cold fox! It's just such a great, great. Everything that she did, everything and, she did tonight was great. Everything and, she did, from a character and from a play standpoint, she was perfect. And she was wearing a corruption T-shirt. Let's not forget the whole time. The whole I time. I mean, phenomenal. And which is funny too, because I was talking to some people, and I was like, they're like, they're, they really love like the angle that Laura's playing this year, and and they love like that she was wearing the corruption T-shirt. And I was like, honestly, when she popped up on screen. I didn't go, oh, my gosh, she's wearing a corruption shirt. I was like, all right, yep, here's Laura Kelly. Didn't even dawn on me that, you right, know, that, right. that, that it should be a swag shirt, not a corruption shirt. Right. And so it was like it took me a, it took a minute to register, like, oh, this is what we're doing. This is how she feels. And, you know, again, just a rough night for her for Winston yeah. right off the bat. Um, following into the Chandry match, but see, but, but see, even even in the post match, she kind of said, "Ah, oh, you know, I'll see about swag." Is the is, yeah. uh, to at one point she's like, eh, "I'll see about swag," because if somehow she forces her way out of this faction and goes to corruption, I'm gonna be big mad. <laughs> Do you oh, know yeah? what I mean? I, I'm gonna be real life mad at that. Because you need to have like uh, um, James Harden, you know, flashbacks. Is that what you're telling me? No, no, I, I wouldn't look. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't mind the shrewdness of Shannon Barney and how she's able to pull stuff like this off. Phenomenal in the chat, in the live chat, by the way, she was great. Was, see, I was, was watching on the TV. I didn't see the oh, chat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the chat, so I'm sure that she's always great, no matter what oh, she does. It's great, yeah. Um, she torches people, but I, I think that, I think that Laura needs to stay on swag, and we need to see where this goes. We just need to see, like you know, the enemy yeah. of my end, like these lovable. Um, yeah opposites or what have you they ended up they hate each other but they have they get along but like laura said in her promo all is fair in love and war but she's like what happens when you take out the love it's all war for 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 laura kelly yeah that's it i mean yeah what what? speaking of promos nerd chronic (laughs) (laughs) yes god does that guy get you hyped up so good i mean great he the the star wars promos in in general are just on another level, and they have. I mean, Molly's stuff was great. I mean, she. I mean, all those like Laura's, insert cinematic yeah, shots I mean, that she has. Great job by Nerd Chronic once again. Tip of the cap to you, sir. Yeah, um, Jamar Jones says forcing a trade when you're willing to play and have a title shot would make no sense. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, you know, what, I mean, what, what, there, there's no way Laura Kelly, and I think she's resigned to that to that fact that she's not going to get traded when she has a title shot. No, like no, no. I, I think she knows that. It's what happens after the title shot, whether she wins or loses, um, or how she plays and all of that. You know, I, I don't see Winston trading her. However, 
there is the Ace Cabrera factor. What if he goes, mm. I don't want to be here. I mean, you, you took Laurie Kelly. I don't want to play for you. And now, again, it's it's these his top players at the top of his faction. Yes, I know, like, Paul Oyama is another figurehead of that of that faction. Yes. But when you like when you have three of your most talented players kind of and I'm not uh, let me not lump Ace into there just yet. But at least Laura Kelly and Chandru, like It's not good. It's not a good look. No. Like when your star players don't give a rat's ass about you. Not a good look. Not a good look, and it can't make him feel good. No. Cause as much as, you know, you see Chandru and Laura going down this dark path, and Winston's not really following that, per se, but what if that's the start of the turn for Winston, and it's not the other way around. You know, I saw someone in the chat say, we'll see a light-sided Laura Kelly at the end of the year because of Winston. No, no, no. What if it's the actual, what if it's actually Laura and Chandru are corrupting Winston further down the season? You know, what if that's... You know, and then what does that do for a player like Paul Oyama, who seemed to turn this one leaf, right? So there's a lot going on in swag that is very interesting, given all the characters they have uh, on that faction, no pun intended. Yeah, uh, real quick, uh, Yusuf, I believe, is that Yusuf? Or Yusai? Yusai? Yusai, yeah, it's an I. 151. Yusai 151, guys winning cures everything. Winning Winston's going to be fine. Yeah, if he wins, you'll be fine. Still but... broke up the Bulls in the late 90s. <laughs> Good one. They could have um, won another one. You, you all, we all know. Look, we saw the last dance. They could have won another couple, one. Couple, couple things to, to tie this up, to tie both matches up. I have, I have two questions for you. One, do you think Laura Kelly goes for the triple threat and who wins that match is my first question. The triple threat? Mm-hmm. Do you think she's going to go for the triple threat? Well, I, Laura, I mean, Laura has to... no say in, the, in whether or not it's a triple threat or not. Um, that's all up to Alex Damon. But on that note, do I think it'll be a triple threat? No, I don't. That's my point. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't think um, – the odds are very, very, very low for that, I think. And we talked about, like, last week. That's kind of taking points off the board if Alex thinks yeah. he's going to beat Di Milanza. You don't want to – Take it from seven or a po- potential fourteen. Well, actually, sixteen. Yeah, it would be sixteen, 16 points because he's defending, defending as opposed to a triple threat, which would give him eleven points if he defended. You know, because the triple threats were ten plus the ones for the defense, so they give him eleven as opposed to a possible sixteen. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I that math just doesn't check out. But you never know. But I, I, yeah. I highly doubt it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, now, back to the other match. This is my last question. Should Chandru be given an automatic rematch? So he in your opinion, defended right defended. against Chance. One defense does that? I, I know because typically we say what two defenses is that our normal? Yeah, but rule? I mean, I, I've never but really it's IG. Down to one question. I look. Here's the thing. This is what I say. If they say we're giving it to uh, Chandru, we're gonna do the automatic rematch. You don't have a complaint for me. You have no complaint for me. I say okay. I think that I I I could be talked into it. I think it's. 
I think it could be fair or what have you. Um, if you say he doesn't get the automatic rematch because he only defended once, I think he should be in a number one contender match. That's where I sit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. Um, and here's, I'm leading a little bit more away from the automatic um, rematch title match. Yeah, yeah, because we are in a new era of Henry Geekdom. I'm glad Chandru got an opportunity to defend that title with the the old the older era of Henry Geekdom as it as it may be. You know, um, however you want to label it. I'm glad he got that chance to defend within those those boundaries that we had up until last year. Now that we've entered this new era of intergeeking where it's expanding more, I don't feel that he's necessarily entitled to that title shot because I feel like, like everybody else, kind of starting from zero in a sense with these new categories being infused. And so... Um, I kind of look at it that way. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, you got um, it. You, it makes sense. You know, so that's that's how I look. Like, but like you, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, Chandru got an automatic rematch. No, I wouldn't. No, I'd just be like, all right, let's do it. Let's run it back. But um, I'm not. I'm not going to be. <laughs> you're not going to find me advocating for it. Yeah. Well, no, I just saw that, that that was a topic of conversation. Tim Sim said new rules set several years ago say there must be three. Yes, well, but also, sorry, not going to happen. No, go ahead. Um, also, in the rule book, and we're taking away the, all those precedents. That's why we have the new rule book. To, yeah, you know, it takes so, away all the old stuff. Yeah, so we're we're setting new precedents now. So, I, why well, I understand that point as years pass. So, even if you were going on that premise, he still is not entitled to the, the defense. But even I'll I'm not going to cite that. If this was the UFC, he probably would get an automatic rematch. Okay. If this if this was like UFC style booking, he'd probably get the automatic rematch. I think. My my preference is I think that at least his one defense doing something that no one done done in the modern IG era, if you will. Yeah. I think that at least earns him a automatic number one contender match. I, I really think yeah. that he I, should be yeah. in that. I think that he should be in that. Um, which means he's still gotta he's still gotta win something to get there. Right? He's gotta win to get there. Um but I, at least that's what I think. That's what I think. Um for I'm, I'm, any I am I am curious about how soon are we getting these Intergeekdom tournaments? Because that could play a factor into whether or not Chandru does he really want the belt that bad, or does he want to go through the tournament and go through the tournament, rack up points as he believes he could? Because that probably be smarter, right? But also, look, if he's on the outs with Winston, why does he care of getting getting Winston points? Then he should. If he's just in it for the glory, then he could, then he will go ahead for that title shot if he's given it, or the number one contender shot. So you know, interesting. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see how this all shakes out. Just so interesting what happened in the in the IG, knowing what we know. Last year, we're starting off with uh, Kevin being the champion. We're thinking we're going to get Mara and Kevin. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Then we think we're going to get uh, Chandru Mike, number one contender. That doesn't happen. It goes straight to Kevin and Chandru. Chandru wins the title, defends against Chance, and then we find himself losing the title to Mara Kanopic. What a... Odd, wacky world Weird we live in. Yeah, what an odd, wacky world we live in. Still pulling for that Damon versus Damon Star Wars title match. I think we'll get it someday. But Frank Janish, any, anything that you want to, anything else you want to say to put a bow on this one for the for this week on the Schmodown Rundown? You know, I just want to uh, not. In regards to this match, I thought it was a phenomenal season premiere for <sighs> just for for War season eight. Yeah, um, man, just incredible matches, incredible. 
um, display of knowledge from everyone that played tonight. I mean, we had three women play tonight, the headline season eight and, and Chandru lost. So <laughs> it's a win-win guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the female power was, was in full force and I was happy to see it. Uh, congratulations to the amazing Mark Hanabic. Congratulations to Swags, Laura Kelly. Sure. And congratulations to everybody who tuned in to the Movie Tree Showdown Season 8 premiere. Had a great time. Frank Janice, they can follow him at FrankieJ29. My name is The Boat, Brad Gilmore. Brad Gilmore, little bitch. And this is the Schmodown Rundown. And we will see you next Thursday here oh. on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. <laughs>